0: On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? Happy Hump Day, everybody. Oh, well, oh man, uh, we got a lot to unpack on today's show since we last talked. Uh, the Lightning, uh, we teased it on the Twitter account, should Lightning fans punch the panic button? I think at this point in time, I don't think the answer will surprise you anymore, but first, let's just... Remind you that today's show is brought to you by Bill Bar. Go to billbar.com Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Alright, so yeah. Uh, the Lightning are not where I think you and I expected this team to be in April. I, I or at this point in the season. Uh, the Lightning are sitting in third place two points out of First, trailing Carolina and Florida. Lightning are lucky, to say the least, that this is the Central Division and not your your grandma's Atlantic Division. Uh, if this was the Atlantic Division, I think we would be having a way more intense show today. I think that if the Lightning were to play in the Atlantic Division the way they've been playing recently, we would be talking right now about the Lightning possibly not making the playoffs. Uh, just to kind of put it in perspective, Lightning are 5-5 five and five in the last 10. Uh, they lost their second consecutive game uh, last night, 3-2 loss to Columbus. Uh, it's just not... It's just even when they've been winning in their last stretch, they have not been doing things that they've supposed to be doing. They have been solely relying on their talent or the depth of this team. And sometimes that comes back to bite you, and that's exactly what's happening with this team right now. The Lightning are not playoff ready right now. And that's where you need to be at this point in the season. They are you need to be playoff ready, need to be getting ready for the playoffs. I know the playoffs are are starting a little later than what we are accustomed to in years past. But regardless, the Lightning, did you be ready for the playoffs? Because if they play like this uh, in the prelims, where the top four teams from East Division play each other to kind of as a play-in into the actual Stanley Cup playoffs, I assure you the Lightning will not be playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Lightning will probably, at this point, have to play Carolina. Which, I think in a seven-game series, the Lightning should win that. But, if we're talking about the Lightning having to play Florida, I would be worried. So, the Lightning, getting off to a good start this season, they kind of helped themselves to kind of afford... To have these kind of stretches that the one they're on right now. And what it comes down to is that the Lightning aren't executing when they need to most, and that is on the power play. Lightning let's just go over the stats of the last four games, okay? Last night against Columbus, 3-2 loss, 0 for 4. Against Detroit on April 4th, 0 for 3. Against Detroit again on April 3rd, 0 for 3. Against Columbus, on April 1st, one for three. So, you mean to tell me in the last four games, if my math is right, the Lightning are one for 17 on the power play? With the frequency that this team draws or takes penalties, they need to be better, okay? Because it's been no secret for the last two years, at least since we started this show, that the Tampa Bay Lightning are. Probably one of the worst disciplined teams in the National Hockey League. Let's make no mistake about it. They they draw. I, I mean, sorry, they take the most penalties in the NHL. Now the they on the broadcast, especially on the former Fox Sports, Sun, now Bally Sports. Every game we see the stat before the game. Lightning are one of the best penalty killers in the league. Well, yeah, they have to be, because if they're not, we're, we we would be talking about them being possibly in the bottom of the cellar of this division. If the Lightning took three, if they took, if they gave up three goals for every penalty or five penalties that they drew, it's not a good look. Now, obviously, the math proves it. That's not a recipe for, for winning. Now, on the other side of that, the Lightning need to do a better job on the power play, which they have not, as I just listed before you. Now, that's only four games. Now, this was trending even longer into March, what we saw back. The, the Lightning, even during their, their stretch in which they lost three games in a row, first time all season, the Lightning, and, and this has been all season long too as well, the Lightning have not executed on the power play as much as they should. You're you're constantly drawing three, four penalties a game and you're not scoring? How do you expect to win? How do you expect to win? Coach Cooper needs to get this wrangler's team in because if they you know, they have Columbus tomorrow night and then they got Nashville twice over the next week, which they should they should win those games. Hundred percent. And the fact that you're we're talking about now after everything that's happened. And I know I'm a a little bit of a rant right now. But. The fact that we are talking right now. The way this team was playing earlier on in the season. And even coming into this month. And everything that we've seen around the division. All the storylines. The fact that we are talking right now. About them losing to Columbus. And not scoring penalties. uh, Power play goals. They should be embarrassed. They should be ashamed. Now we posed the question on our Twitter account should should the, should lightning fans be panicking I don't think it's time just yet to hit the panic button but I think we should have a close by I, I think coach Cooper and this coaching staff and certain players on this team need to need to be weary now I haven't looked or listened to any of the post game, conferences or, or comments that this team has made over the last couple weeks. I just don't. I just don't want to. Besides the fact because you know, players are going to come out and pretty much say the same thing and that is well, we need to go out there and execute. We need to play better. We need to play harder along the boards. You know, the usual stereotypical hockey stuff that you would hear players say. Now, I'm not saying they're being disingenuous. No. But it's one thing to say it. And then to go out and do the same exact thing over and over and over again, same mistakes that we've seen this team repeat, dating all the way back to last season. And I'm not just saying, and I'm not just saying that for the fact that they're not scoring power play goals. There's other things that they have not been doing correctly that has contributed to the way they are playing. And part of that, and this has kind of been the theme with this team all season, is the fact that. At certain points during the season, they they've, they they've forgotten who they are. They've forgotten what has gotten to them to this point. They they apparently forgot what happened in, back in October. Apparently they forgot that they won the Stanley Cup, that they were one of the top teams in the league last season, that without one of their best players, their captain Stephen Stamkos, they were still a very dangerous team. Now I know this year it's a, the 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 script has flipped a little bit differently with the with the division. The, the frequency of what you're, of teams that you're playing in the division. And the fact that you have Stamkos, but now you've lost Kucherov. But still, we have seen it at certain points and certain periods, especially to start games. That this Tampa Bay Lightning team has forgotten who they are. They don't go out there with the same mojo that we've seen, seen this team come out in the first couple of weeks of the season. Especially those first two games against uh, Chicago. Those first two games against Chicago, yes, granted, Chicago was not the same team they are now either, but they went out there and thoroughly dominated. They, they took Chicago, they pants them, and then they gave them a swirly. And now, they, they're going out there, which they, they should have that mindset, but with a different aspect, they're going out there playing like they're the underdog that they're always playing from behind. There, there needs to be a lot that needs to change over the next month or so in order for this team to duplicate, if not come close to duplicating the success they had last season. Now, I know that was about a 10-minute rant, but I think I've been, for the most part, throughout this season, through the ups and the downs, especially the downs, that I, I, have, I have pretty much laid off for the most part in terms of of criticism of this team. But make no mistake about it. This team has underperformed immensely. I don't care if Nikita Kucherov is, is out that they're not going to get him till the playoffs. All right. Well, we'll, we'll kind of pick that up in just a little bit, but first let's talk about one of our, one of our sponsors today. And that is built bar. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. They got 18 amazing flavors Snicks, six new ones came out. They got nut and non-nut flavors for those that maybe have nut allergies. uh My favorite flavor for for always and forever will be the toffee almond. But listen, they got some of these new ones are ridiculous, otherworldly almost. uh Caramel brownie, cookies, cookies and cream. Definitely, uh, if you're looking to get back in shape with summer just around the corner, these are the things that you definitely need to make part of your regular gym uh, routine. You could lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. So go ahead on to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get fifty percent off your next order. That's promo code lock 15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, and we are back on Locked On Lightning. Yeah, I if you're kind of just fast forwarding through the through the episode, or you just you know you're picking up where you left off. You took a break, had to do something else. Uh, I just spent the first ten minutes of the thirty minute show ranting about how the Lightning are just. I wouldn't say the panic mode should should be in effect right now, but there is a lot of cause for concern. Where I left off, I said that the Lightning, this has kind of been something that we've been seeing all season long, Dame back to last season. Now, last season, let's let's summarize it. The Lightning were still finding themselves. A lot of the young players on this team, the Anthony Sorelli's, the Yanni Gord's, even the Andre Pallott's, were still finding out who they were. Even the Mikhail Sergachev, They were still developing into the players that we see this season. My issue with that is, now, if the Lightning would have faltered in the playoffs last season, okay, the case could be made, yes, these players are still developing, which they still are right now. But you are coming off winning the Stanley Cup. Biggest prize in the sport, well, in the NHL, other than a gold medal. And you're coming into these games with that underdog feel to it coming into these games. Now, every hockey game has a feeling out process when it starts. Now, that's usually the first 2 to 5 minutes of the first period. But after that, you should be ready to go. You should you should know whether or not you're going to what you need to do. You you should know already what cards the opposing team is going to play, especially in this division, where you are going about a week and a half between matchups. That's how frequent you're playing these teams. You should know the other team by the by the back of your hand. Like the back of your hand. The issue that I have seen from this Lightning team all season long. And they just haven't been... They, they, they not only have been doing this with teams like Florida and Carolina. But teams like Nashville, Columbus, Dallas. I mean everybody else in the division. Detroit. They have been getting off to these slow starts where they are almost giving confidence to the other teams where they are giving basically telling the other team you can hang with us you are you are coaxing the other team into thinking that they are on the same level as you and that could not happen for a team who is still without Nikita Kucherov still has one of the best offenses in all of the national hockey league that can't happen and the fact that you go four games and you score one power play goal in 17 chances it's inexcusable It's, it's inexcusable and i'm a little bit shocked that coach cooper has let this go on the way it has if we look at some of the games in that four game stretch the one game that clearly and obviously stands out to all Lightning fans is the 5-1 loss to Detroit on national television, on NBC. That, that was an embarrassment. That was, a, the, if anything, the score should have been reversed. I don't care who was in net for that, for, that, for that game. Now, some Lightning fans, some hockey fans could say, well, you know, Chris Gibson was in net. They didn't have Curtis McElhenney. They didn't have Andre Vasilevsky." I don't care. I don't care. You know why? Because at the end of the day, the Lightning have a good enough defensive pairings. They have a good enough forecheck. Where that shouldn't be an issue. Where there's some saves that Chris Gibson should have made, yes, of course. But five-one, all you could muster up against Detroit is one goal. That's a joke. That's a joke. Lightning need to be better. Because if you keep going that way, you keep losing 5-1 or or 2-1 close games to Detroit and Columbus, guess what? Nashville's going to catch up. And before you know it, we're talking last couple, the last week of the season, Lightning are playing for their playoff lives. Do I think it's going to get to that point? No. I, I fully expect this team to, to start trending upwards. Now... If, if they lose to Columbus tomorrow night and then split with Nashville, yes, I will come on the show and, and we'll have to have sort of a Lightning Fans Anonymous session here on the show. But it's not a good situation for this team, especially the defending champs. Because now you get into the conversation of, well, was last season a fluke? I don't think it was. But I think other players, NHL fans, other, especially Dallas Stars fans, Islander fans, Boston Bruins fans, Columbus fans are definitely thinking that. I think that, you know, going back, kind of tracing back my steps, I said a couple of weeks ago when the Lightning matched up against Florida in a game which they won and then they cemented themselves atop out of the division as well as the top of the NHL. I said that was a statement game. And it was at the time. But now, these next couple of games, the Lightning need to make a statement. They not only need to win against Columbus and then Nashville, they need to kick the crap out of these teams. Especially Nashville. Nashville's a talented team. I'm not, I'm not taking that away from them. They, they have talent. They have skill. But they can't skate with this Lightning team and And Tampa needs to see more contributions on special teams, not just from Andre Pilat or Steven Stamkos. You need to see it from other players, okay? Because guess what? you you go every game relying on those two guys who are the top two goal getters and power plays on this team. Well guess what? That recipe isn't working, okay? You, you need to have contributions from other players there's 3 4 other guys out there on the ice that you need to 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 put the responsibility on. So, just just uh not a good situation for the defending champs. Now, right now they sit currently, I think I said it earlier in the show, three uh in third place in in the Central Division. Uh, as it looks at the standings going uh at the schedule going ahead, they got Columbus like I said on Thursday night, and then you got S- Nashville on Saturday and then t- next Tuesday and then you got a big stretch against you you got Florida twice, you got Carolina twice back to back, and then you got Columbus and then Chicago and Dallas to round out the uh the month. This is important games. Make no mistake about it, because after that, you got Detroit twice, you got Dallas twice, and then you end the season, the 8th and the 10th of May, against Florida, and then you start the playoffs that week. Now, depending on how the uh, the, the Lightning play, they have to absolutely mail it in from now until the end of the season to to where I have to come on the show and possibly discuss the them not making the playoffs, but... I, don't, I, I really hope we don't have that conversation. Now, Nashville has to play stellar hockey, as well as Chicago, for that to also happen. Now, let's just uh, recap with the points. Florida's in first with 56, making some noise for the President's Trophy as well. Who would have thought? Yours truly didn't think so. I, uh, I still think that uh, Dave Randolph, uh, lightning commentator, who we had on the show a while back, When he came on, he he stated that, watch out for Florida. And then immediately, I think even like maybe that night, that's when they started playing the way we see them playing today. Carolina, 55 points, sitting in second. Tampa's right behind them with with 54. And then you got Nashville, 43 points, sitting in fourth. And then Chicago, 41 on the outside looking in. I could see those teams flip-flopping once or twice before the season is over. Now, yes, Tampa is one point behind Carolina. And and some of you might think, okay, if the panic button, or at least we're making a big deal out of this, uh, shouldn't the same story be said for Carolina? Yeah, you could make the same point. But Carolina has also been playing very good hockey. Over their last ten, they're six, two, and two. They just won two in a row. Tampa needs to turn it around because listen, the last thing you need if it happens is to fall to the fourth spot and have to play Florida in the first round. like I said, I I before i I think you play in Carolina, that's hundred percent a winnable series. That's probably what's going to happen if they make the playoffs. I'm only saying if because the way Tampa's playing, um, I think that Coach Cooper plays Vasilevsky probably for the rest of the season. I don't think we see Vasileski rest another game. If he does, it's maybe on that back-to-back against Carolina. Other than that, I, I think that he has to ride the big cat for the rest of the season. Um, Get him in a groove. Get him in playoff form. And then they should have Nikita Kucherov. He's been skating. um, As to the extent of how much he's going to play when he comes back. I would say on a scale of 1 being what we saw from Steven Stamkos in the playoffs last year. And a 10 being playing every shift. Well, not every shift. Being on the first line <clears throat> and playing normal minutes. I would have to say to start off probably... I would say probably a six. Just because you don't want to ease him. You, you don't want to throw him in there like 100% and he risk hurting himself. Um, I think as we get on later into the playoffs, if they do make a deep run you will see more big minutes of Kucherov. I definitely think that you'll see a large chunk of his ice time be on the power play just because of just how they've struggled immensely with it as of late. And I think the coaching staff is very much aware of that situation. If they're not, then we have other things that we need to discuss at that point in time. Now we'll we'll wrap up the show and we'll discuss all of that fun stuff. I know this is not a your your stereotypical exciting episode, stereotypical episode of Locked On Lightning. We didn't do a recap, um, but this is something that n- did need to be spoken about. Uh, this is something that I've been really trying to hold off on for a while now, just because you know the lightning were trending in a very. Sh- I guess, suspect direction, but they were in first place. They were in, you know, the top two, but now it's time to really talk to it, talk about it and rant about it. All right. So let's talk about another one of today's sponsors and that is betonline.ag. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and most importantly, the NHL are in full swing. Well, college basketball is over. We had the national championship a couple of days ago. That's over. Baylor won. So, yeah, just NBA and NHL. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds, props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered up for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code locked on. Definitely get those prop bets in on the all the awards race as it's winding down. Definitely, I think I I, I, I don't see a situation as to where this changes, but more likely than not, is gonna win the Vesna. Norris Trophy is a little tighter. Hedman is clearly the front runner, but you got guys like Adam Fox, who, the young defensive phenom in New York, uh, has been playing his butt off. And that's no fault to Victor Hedman. I believe he's tied with Hedman now for most points by a defenseman. So that just shows you how well this kid is playing. And if they do make the playoffs and the Lightning do make a big, uh, a deep run like they did last season. Uh, you definitely don't want to run into the Rangers, uh, especially with a kid like that, and especially with them. They're they're starting to turn it around over there in the East Division, but we're not going to worry about that right now. Obviously, we got to worry about the other stuff. So go ahead on to betonline.ag. Once again, use that promo code Locked On, and you will get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. All right, and we are back to wrap up the show. A little bit of a short one today just because there's no game recap and we the team has an off day today. Um, there was some, I, I wouldn't say it was made a big deal, but it was brought up and it was spoken about it enough through the grapevine to where I guess I have to bring it up. Was the fact that the Lightning, I believe it was last Monday or whatever the case may be. They didn't practice. That That's what it comes down to. And then they ended up losing the next day. I don't see an issue with it. You got to give these guys days off here and there. I mean, just the frequency of the schedule. They don't have those quote-unquote bye weeks that we are accustomed to that we saw uh, in previous years where they get like a week off. But... Um, yeah, I, I just think that it was just poor timing to where the lightning are in a funk team gets the day off. And then, yeah, it was, I believe it was prior to that five, one loss to the Red Wings on national television. So it was just like the perfect storm and, you know, people looking for a reason to jump on the lightning. I get it. Not a good look for the team and not a good look for coach Cooper there, but listen, um, you got to give the guys rest. But at the end of the day, this team needs to win games. They need to accumulate points. If they don't, we're, we might be talking about them uh, not making the playoffs. But at the end of the day, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think that if fans are going to look at that or are in the mindset right now that, oh, my God, this team might not actually make the playoffs, I at the end of the day, I think their depth – and their talent that they have, especially on the fourth line, who has been just so clutch for them this entire season. I don't think that's going to happen unless just something catastrophic happens. And when I say catastrophic, I mean injury to one of their top players. Most likely, if I had to pick a player that would have that huge effect on them, it's probably 88. I don't see any other player on this team where they get hurt And then the season goes completely down the tube just because of just the large drop-off that you have between, you know, if you, if you go to Lenny, you got him. And then you have Chris Gibson who, yes, he, he didn't perform very well against the Red Wings, but at the end of the day, he also hadn't played a game, I believe in three years at the NHL level. So that's the other thing. So, I fully expect the Lightning to, to pick it up in the coming weeks. They have to. I mean, they don't have a choice. So that's you know, I, I fully expect them to to come back, win big, not only against that Columbus team, uh, and and they need to sweep Nashville. I think that that's the other thing Lightning fans need to realize is that you need to come out and especially to end the season, you gotta you gotta be out, you gotta win outright against Nashville and Chicago. Just because you don't want those two teams creeping up on you, and and kind of catching fire at the end of the season, and then we're we're having the conversation on the show about you know them being a point or so behind. So, and of course we'll 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 uh, talk about that as all that comes up or doesn't come up or whatever the case may be. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely I definitely I think tomorrow what I'll do is we'll we'll have a recap of that Columbus game and we'll really go in death. In depth, I don't know why that sounds like I'm saying it correctly, but it doesn't sound like I am. Um, we'll we'll talk in detail. There we go uh, about what went wrong in that game and you know how they need to bounce back in tomorrow's game against Columbus. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host Adam Tanker. I'll talk to you next one.